What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we are coming at you each and every week with a fresh service to debrief in an effort to send biblical truth. And what better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I'm Caleb Pearson. To my right, my only right, to my only other person here yeah. this morning, Ashton Berzio. Morning. Ashton, how you doing, man? Great. Good. Uh, I realize I call <clears throat> you buddy exclusively. Yeah. I think every podcast so far, I, I haven't gone back to listen to each and every one, but I went with man today. I hope you don't feel lesser. I didn't even notice. Um, but okay. Ideally, you'd feel more. Um, it, it addresses your manhood a little bit more than buddy. Yeah. But anyway, Mark's not here. That's right. Jen. It's not here. Yeah. Shout out to Jen Fitzpatrick, yeah, by the way. She was awesome. She did such a good job. It was so good to Can't go wait back to get her back. It. it makes it easier for me to re-listen to us too when I'm not talking as much and I yeah. get to hear somebody else who's much cooler and more well spoken. So. Right. You might be wondering what I'm doing. Oh yeah. If we're, you're watching the video version. We're not making some sort of mysterious concoction back here behind the table. We're petting a puppy dog. You could you could nope. do it. No, nope. oh, she doesn't want it. Dang it! Well, I, I saw that chair on the floor down there. I was like, we could could she sit up in the chair? No, she couldn't. Maybe uh, she's just gonna be down here. Denali the puppy is here to to celebrate Christmas Eve. Ashton, yeah, tis the season. Uh, but before we get into that, should we address in front of you know everyone that you haven't seen Star Wars yet, or what's the deal there? Hey, you know what? When you got two babies, no, I know it makes it really hard to do the <laughs> things that you want to do. <laughs> Driving here, I was trying to come up with a way to like burn you for not seeing it. Yeah, but I was like, I can't do that in a way that doesn't make him seem better than me because mm. I'm the nerd that's going to see yeah, it twice right. in four days. <laughs> and you're like, oh, what's my excuse? Uh, a loving family. Sorry, you know, had to care for my the, children. The raising of future generations. <laughs> be wise with I'm, my money. While I'm obsessing over past <laughs> generations. Um, in all seriousness, though, it, it, dude, it was so good. Yeah, that's yeah, what like I'm hearing. I, I, I'm excited. I loved it. I do hope you get a chance to watch it so yep. we can nerd out about it. Um, Sarah and I are working through over the last however yeah. much. Oh, yeah. We've been working through from episode one. Yeah. All the new, the old movies, the new movies, and we're on the worst of the eight okay, right now. There you go. You just got to get over that on hump. The last Jedi. Just get over the hump, yeah. buddy. You can do it. Well, it's funny with, with the whole Disney Plus thing. They're all remastered, super mm-hmm. shiny now. Yep. But it's, so it's funny to go back and watch the original trilogy yep. um, to see what they can enhance and what they can't. You know, some of those scenes. But <laughs> yeah, it was super fun. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is Fellowship Sermon Spotlight. We post each and every week, Tuesday mornings. Um, and we also give uh, our listeners and our congregation kind of an opportunity to participate alongside us in what we will be talking about. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Mark's sermon on Sunday, but with the Christmas season upon us, um, and what is a busy season for me as I'm packing for Israel, Ashton. Oh, yeah, um, right. I wanted to go ahead and share a little bit about uh, Christmas evening traditions and what that looks like. Uh, and so I posted. Did you see the poll and did you yep. take it? Uh, how I do did I? not take it. You didn't even, Ashton. Oh, sorry, when, when people see that I post something <laughs> and you don't do it, it, it speaks to disunity. Okay. Uh. So why don't you go take it? What's interesting is, okay, so I said, uh, what is your favorite Christmas evening tradition? I put evening mm-hmm. to clarify yep. um, and it's funny people can add their own options which I guess is a good thing because attending service one and that was not something I put in there <laughs> uh, because it was implied people okay I, I, I hope uh, everyone is enjoying Fellowship Bible Church's Christmas Eve services of which there are three 11 5 and 7 That's right. um, and so it was cool to see people comment you know what they do all the weird stuff people do all the cool stuff people do everything they have in common um, Shout out to Bill Hutchinson. Dude, okay. I don't know if he has a notification on his phone or the yeah. sixth sense of us posting, but he, he goes. Right. He's reliable. You know what I mean? Well, they, uh, they hold off yeah. to finish up the Christmas decorations. 
Okay, I see what you're saying. I see. What, I thought you were referring so to he his said, ability to he come. He said, we bring the tree in on Christmas Eve. Oh, I see. Look what and he said. And slowly I'm distribute the, the decorations. I actually liked his comment, but I'm reading it for the first time. Does that make me fake? It says, uh, <laughs> slowly distribute decorations on the tree and throughout the house all day. So how long do those decorations stay up? I'm just picturing a house full of Hutchinsons, like slowly. Yeah. <laughs> pacing through the that's so funny good for him man i i love it when people do things where i'm like oh okay cool like, that's great because that's their normal you know what i mean yep. it's, it's it's their tradition it's the way the way those things go uh yeah we're we're kind of low-key we'll do secret santa and maybe mm. one gift mm. christmas eve and that gift tends to almost be a, a more immediate opening or enjoyment whether it's edible or like bedtime themed yeah. i've noticed you know you get some pj pants you get your christmas mm-hmm. pjs i don't know i mean what what do you and sarah do with the kids do you guys feel like you're still evolving into yeah, a tradition we, we haven't really done the same thing uh, two years in a row uh, so yeah. a lot of times we'll spend time with with family whether we go to the avery's house christmas mm-hmm. eve kind of it depends on schedules too because you know everybody's got different schedules and we've got a lot of family to see and so mm-hmm. yeah um it's good yeah. Avery's host Christmas out there in the boonies. Yeah, most do they? Most years we sp- awesome. really spend, uh, you know, I- either Christmas Eve the yeah, day yeah. or the day after, you know, so, cool. somewhere around. It's nice. But, I went out there for the first time the other day. It's really yeah. nice. Um, yeah, no, super exciting. I'll be uh, in the nursery and preschool for the five o'clock, and then attending the seven with my fam. So nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good. I guess Christmas Eve services would be a tradition because we we do that every year. I mean, yeah. you think about it. I definitely should have put it in the poll, but whatever. Yeah, well. um, and even my favorite part about the services is the the right before and right after. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like I'm always seeing people I haven't seen in a while, mm-hmm. whether it's college students coming back home yep. or, you know, people who might not necessarily come each and every Sunday. Um, it's a really cool feeling to see everybody, you know, celebrate the season. And yep. and I love the services, too, the, the stuff, you know, Mike and his team put together for, for worship and all that. It's, it's really good. Yep. But Ashton, leaving for Israel on December 26th, that's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Am I, am I supposed to pack on Christmas? I don't know if you couldn't tell already, but I haven't really packed yet. <laughs> I, I'm assuming we have a evening flight on the 26th. It's like 80 of us from the church going. So So you're assuming. What am I assuming? You again? don't even know what time your flight is? Oh, no, no, no. So there's two flights. Okay. Ready? I'm going to prove you wrong and me right, sort of. <laughs> One flight is like 6.30. One flight is like 6.05-ish gotcha. or something like that. But I, I would imagine we'll all be figuring out carpools and just getting to Dulles and then going from there. Right. But Ashton, help, you know, disciple me. Do I want to pack on Christmas day? Mm-hmm. Do I, or do I want to pack today? Christmas Eve? I mean, I, you do get, I wake up? Get yourself 26th? ready. I'm thinking about waking up the 26th and yeah. just packing. Yeah. But what if I don't want to start the process then and be like, Oh no, it's too late. I need to go buy something. Here's what you need something. to do. So yeah. on Christmas or today, uh-huh. just write out a list of all the things that okay. you know you're going to forget. Okay. And just keep adding to it throughout the day as okay. you're thinking. And Can then, you write me the list and yeah. then email it to me? Because I do not want to do that. But anyway, no, it'll be fun, man. I'll be over there for 12 days. So yep. we do need to talk about what happens with Sermon Spot like next week. Right. Um, but yeah, it'll be fun to come back. And, and Dennis, Courtney, and I will will hopefully be able to share a lot with the youth about you know what mm-hmm. we did over there. And yeah, it'll be fun uh, on the adventure bus. Yep. You know what I mean? This That's is going to be a nonstop adventure. Yep. Um, so. I've never been to Israel. Really? Yeah. Cool. Uh, we could you could Skype me in yeah. sermon spotlight although it would be like three a.m. or something weird but um, yeah no I'm I'm blessed with this opportunity to go with the church and it'll be it'll be a lot of fun 
Um, and it's interesting, too, uh, as we go ahead and kind of pivot into a little bit of Sunday in Review, Ashton. Yeah. Um, Mark introed his sermon with, with a pretty long segment about traveling mm-hmm. and how to travel light. Um, and, and I felt like it was, it was good for me, A, because I need to pack. Uh, and then B, <laughs> just to remember what, what we think we need, you know, mm-hmm. what we prioritize in our life as far as um, a, a, attaining either, in my mind, a level of status or a level of comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, I think those are, it's kind of an either or thing oftentimes for people. Um, but even as I just do something as, as normal as packing for a trip overseas, like, you start to realize, okay, well, what actually do I need to right. take? And am I going to actually be lugging this stuff around? It, it paints a more vivid picture of what, what is your baggage? Yeah. Um, and so I thought it was, I thought it was well, really it's a good, good microcosm for yeah. traveling through life. I mean, right. sitting on a plane for however long you're going to be on. And mm. I, you know, when I travel, it, uh, comfort is a huge <laughs> part of my, you know, I know. my planning and well, entertainment and, oh yeah, you know, and I don't know, maybe that's a metaphor for life. Yeah, no, it's good. And the, the reason I'm laughing at you is just because I remember when we went to Malawi, you have to go through that. Don't damage my expensive equipment yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through checking the luggage. That's a little bit different, though. It's not that you need right. camera lenses to live. It's yeah. that you don't want to get fired yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's funny. So yeah, I'll, you know, as I just kind of figure out, okay, well, what, what do I need in my backpack? What do I need in my luggage? 12 days in a foreign country. What what do I need? Um, mm. And the you know the needs are really never going to outweigh the wants as far as we think and it's so quick to think like that mm. but um ashton mark dove into a few different passages out of luke talking about um greed and, and what that means in our life um the the pursuits we often put on ourselves and how mm-hmm. they can often surpass um our ambition towards growing closer to christ i mean what what stood out to you from what what mark shared this weekend i appreciated the 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 timing of the message and I know it was intentional, but, but not, um, the, the way that he brought up these three passages, these mm-hmm. three different uh, encounters with Christ in the gospels. Um, and a lot of, all of them really had this context of things of people asking him about things. So the, mm-hmm. the brother who wanted the inheritance, um, and, and Jesus says, Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Mm. Um, and, and and then, you know, both of the other, the other stories, you know, the, the rich man, the rich ruler with, with the eye of the needle, the mm. camel on the eye of the needle story. Um, but just in the context of this season, uh, how he shaped it and not, not as a guilt. Uh, it wasn't, he wasn't saying right. anything about being guilty about what, what we were doing this season or, yeah. um, that it's good to give gifts, that it's good yeah. to be, you know, mm-hmm. with family and to, and to feast together and to do all these things. But the motivation for how we're approaching the possession of wealth and the, mm-hmm. uh, the abundance of things, um, it was just, it was good. It was a good reminder. And I, and I yeah. hope people saw, saw that they saw the, that it's not about the things that the the things are okay. It's okay to have things. It's okay to accumulate wealth. It's okay to give gifts and, and to, uh, to have these possessions, but the motivation and, and the heart behind your desire for those things is hugely important. But then also what you do with those possessions and with that wealth, uh, to, to continue to draw people to Christ. Uh, Mm. It was just really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I I like what you said there at the end of just 
what do you do in response to all these things? Are you are you chasing the blessings or chasing God? And amidst uh, everything else, you know, He provides for you. You, yeah. you. you don't change the eye is still on that one prize. Right. Um, and, and even one verse that's been hugely impactful for me is just uh, Matthew six thirty three. You know, seeking first the kingdom of God and all else will be added to you. Mm. The context of that verse is talking about like shelter and water mm-hmm. and like safety. Mm. <laughs> and so, if it is applicable for those things to to seek God first and and all else will be added to you as far as keeping you alive. Yeah. How much more applicable is that for, you know, the more mundane things of life or even the things we elevate to a certain importance? I mean, to hear Mark talk about the <laughs> the statistics of Christmas shopping, yeah. I was embarrassed for our species. Yeah. I was like, what? Because <laughs> he, he said something about the average was like pushing $1,000 a person on yeah, Christmas like nine presents. something, yeah. And then he also said 8% of people spend $0. Hmm. Which means the people that are spending money are basically spending a thousand dollars to make that statistic right, even. Right. And so obviously, I'm sitting here saying, "Hey, I'm way under." Yeah. But that's not because I'm. That's just because I'm poor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, it, it it puts it in perspective. It yeah. really does. Um, hey, Facebook Marketplace is dude, incredible. Yeah. For especially for young kids. Oh man, finding toys. Yeah. And- my my girlfriend's dad uses Facebook Marketplace a lot, and and I've heard more and more people starting to use it. Yeah. It's it's like a is it a friendlier eBay? Is it is it an updated Craigslist? It's it's more like Craigslist, Craigslist but you get where you feel yeah, a little bit safer, right? Because you can see who's selling it and okay. you can interact with them. And, there, yeah. I think there's still an element of meeting somebody in a parking lot. Yeah. You gotta. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. But, Sarah started doing porch pickup. Which is great. You just put the thing out on the porch. Oh, really? They drop the Don't money off. With the, they yeah. take the, to- the toy or the Interesting. thing. And yeah. Man. No interaction. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. The safer, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really liked, um, I liked the timing of the service and what he did with it. It's been cool to see, um, even on the website, the flow of, of the, the shift of the focus, you know, from the written word to the living word. Mm-hmm. Uh, we heard Mark elaborate on that a little bit a couple of weeks ago um, in one of our older episodes, but part of me was still curious. What a, that sounds great. What is he actually talking about? You know, mm-hmm. I think we, we think that way a lot. That sounds awesome. What's it actually going to look like? Mm-hmm. Um, but to see him break down the, the focusing on the things of, of today and then also this is the proximity to Christmas and, and even at the, at the um, beginning of a sermon, just addressing, you know, all the people traveling and all the people coming and going and it's busy. Yeah. You know, it feels busy right yeah. now, especially with everything I need to check off. Yeah. Um, as far as my Israel packing list that Ashton's going to type and send my way. Uh, <laughs> and then Christmas being on a Wednesday. I mean, we have Christmas Eve stuff happening downstairs right now below yeah. us. You know, people are setting up and, um, Everybody's all over the place. I think it mimics, again, that follow the star chaos a little bit that we talked about. But, mm-hmm. you know, keeping a proper heart posture yeah. uh, in that, I think, is I think is really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did anything else stand out to you, Ashton, or, or anything you wanted to bring up? I don't. We don't have a, an official agenda or outline with discussion questions or anything today. Um, just wanted to we, – we weren't even going to record right. as of last week. But then I was like, let's just do it, man. Yeah. You'll be here. I'll be here. Star Wars, Santa hat, the whole big thing. Yep. Um, I don't know any any, any other uh, things that the Lord's Lord's putting on your heart in particular before we. Well, I, there's something that Mark said mm-hmm. near the end. Yeah. Um, it was in the context of the rich man mm-hmm. and and Christ's answer to him of, you know, his question of what must I do, what what can I do, and and his answer to him was 
get rid of all your possessions and give right. it to the poor. And and it was important, I think, to, that Mark said, I, I don't think that this is what God is calling us to. Um, mm. You know, we can read a story like that and be like, well, I could, I could sure. never do that. Why is why is that? You know, something I have to do or. Mm. But, you know, just coming back to the motivation, you know, that that man in that particular situation. Um, right. You know, that's what he needed to do in order to. Right. You know, because because Jesus could see through his mind and his right. heart and, and he's, he's knew, saying let go of what you're hanging on to. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and it, it, it sets up a lose lose situation for us if we misinterpret what that means. Right. Either you say that doesn't apply to me. No, I'm not giving up my stuff. Or you say, okay, I'll give up all my stuff and hope that works. Right. You're still elevating the things. Right, right, right. right. Receiving things. There are people, Ashton, that, that take pride in giving things. Hmm. And, and no one's ever going to look at that and say, you selfish heathen. <laughs> but if they, if they put pride in yeah. giving things, right. it's, the th- it's still the thing. Uh, and so it's, it's cool to – Jesus was poetic, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you can just picture the perplexity hmm. of – what what <laughs> like yeah. what did you just say uh, and it, it requires meditation it requires thinking on those words and yeah really really cool to to go through that and, and just be reminded um, again day in and day out when the seasons change you know what what is that gonna look like I mean we're gonna have this whole New Year's resolution culture you know yeah. all the the new beginnings mm-hmm. I mean the amount of memes and stuff on Facebook of like you know 2019 was rough but 2020 I'm gonna thrive I'm yeah. gonna conquer this this and this and it's like, well, you also posted that in 2018, and <laughs> and if you're putting it on yourself, trying to do, you know, yeah, everyone's looking for that same answer, right? Uh, and so, how blessed are we that you know he is the rock of ages, and we can we can rely on him. And then again, Ashton too, just like I hope, and it'll be interesting to see how me stepping into the new year in Israel impacts mm. me to mm. to think about the permanence of Jesus being the reason for the season. Yeah. You know, it's it's the it's the Christian quip of every day, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season every day of the year, but we get into that, you know, day after Thanksgiving until the 25th, yeah. nativity, baby Jesus bam, and then we don't think about Jesus as the baby being born at all. Mm. Um Ben Stored in Passion City in DC, he had a, a sermon the other day and they post online and stuff, they're easy to to find. Uh he dove into it was funny they're doing a study of of is that your dog whistling <laughs> yeah, that is so impressive she's whining i was like what is happening um yeah they were reading out of micah doing a series through micah but he wanted to tie it to the bethlehem story and it was so cool because he basically talked about why god chose bethlehem and even in the smallest most insignificant of places you know the significant king is this elaborate display of god is is demonstrated and it was really cool to just see hmm. um and embrace how serious this this emergence of this baby Jesus was. And I think for Christians, if we're so in tune to his death, hmm. it can be easy to maybe sideline the birth a little bit mm-hmm. or, or say, oh, well, that's why he came was, was to do this, which is totally awesome. But even to, to place yourself in history a little bit and think like, what must that have been <clears throat> where people are traveling to Jerusalem, to the kingly places, expecting to find this Messiah King. Yeah. And they say, no, he's five down, he's five miles down the road in Bethlehem. Mm. And everyone's saying, what's Bethlehem? You know, it's a, the lowly place. Um, really, really cool and humbling to, to just think that God chose that place and that narrative. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's why, and I think Mike and the creative arts worship team does this really well. It's important to 
recount the whole mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. every week, every day, the, the, the majesty and the glory of God, the separateness of him, the whole, his holiness, the creation story, the fall of man, uh, all of the old Testament stories that lead up to, uh, mm. you know, that the thread of the promise of a savior is woven mm. through. And then, you know, to where we are right now in our celebration to the birth of the savior. Uh, if you don't have all of the backstory and all of the, the stuff that came before and all of the grace and the mercy that God showed through, mm. through history. And then, and then with the, the forward looking of, cause really with Advent, Sure. Advent, we sometimes tend to look at it as a anticipation of the birth of Jesus, mm. which that's half of it. Mm-hmm. But Advent is really about the second coming of Jesus. Mm. It's mm-hmm. putting in the context of the birth and celebrating that, and that's a good thing to do. But we also have to look to His promise of His return, and and so the 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 value of the whole gospel, the whole story, um, uh, every day, every time we gather, every time we, uh, you know just repeating that to ourselves and, and remembering. Um, so, yeah, that's, it's really good. And it just, man, it knowing all that stuff doesn't add to your salvation experience, but it it makes it taste sweeter. Hmm. Like it really does to, to, to gain in the knowledge and in the, the appreciation of that story unfolding. Um, you know, and I mentioned this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, but, um, history being the, maybe the greatest tool to to prove God's existence or to support you know mm-hmm. what Jesus did like these are, this is a historical fact all this stuff happened right. and so if we can find it in history and see how all these other different ancient texts and readings tie into this crazy narrative of mm-hmm. this baby being born and throwing everything for a loop I don't know it's just yep. it, it makes the guy that died on the cross for me that much more palatable that mm-hmm. that much more familiar yeah. Uh, and, and it, it's just, I mean, being, being somebody who happened to be saved when they were four years old, it, it's retroactive appreciation, mm-hmm. you know? And so I can only imagine what that moment of salvation is like for somebody who maybe attends a Christmas Eve service for the first time and accepts Christ when they're 32, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we hear and see those yeah. stories and it's, it's always encouraging to us to, to see somebody else accept Christ, but just the, the way it, you know, takes them over is, yeah. it's just really cool. Um, well, just so what you said about the familiarity of Christ is good because yeah. that's that's in Hebrews. You know, that's the right. He had to be made like us. He had to come right. as a baby. Hmm. He had to be, uh, you know, formed in a womb and born and go through uh, infancy and toddler years and teenage years and all of the stuff that we have gone through so that we could come to him and he would be able to sympathize with us in our yeah. in our weaknesses and yeah. in our our struggles. Um so it's it's hugely important to focus on the birth yeah. of Christ because yeah. he knows where we've been and what we've mm-hmm. been through uh, and well and even the beginning of Hebrews unfolds and it it talks about even the ESV heading there is Jesus greater than Moses mm-hmm. not only does he fit in but he you know blows up the the credibility and authority that he has compared yeah. to his lineage you know the mm-hmm. the line of David the and even, you know, the Pharisees coming at him with Mosaic law and all that different stuff. And right. you know, it's funny to go through the the New Testament and see how other people name drop <laughs> when they're getting in debates with Jesus, you know, yeah. <laughs> and Jesus will respond with those names. But Jesus is just name dropping the father the yeah. whole time. And so it's just so, so funny to see. 
a couple years ago, uh, leading a small group at, at James Madison, uh, did a study, kind of formed a study with my co-leader called Jesus Encounters. And so we were going to, with our freshman small group, brand new, again, freshman college students looking for belonging, half mm-hmm. of them rooted, rooted Christians, half yep. of them want nothing to do with Jesus. They're just there yeah, yeah. socially. So I was like, man, let's go through John. Let's look at different Jesus encounters and study, you know, the posture of Jesus, the posture of the other people and any witnesses and just go from there. And uh, even two days ago, I had um, one of those guys text me and saying, hey, I'm now a small group leader leading freshmen. I want to do hmm. Jesus encounters with them. Do you, do you have any sort of outline or, or guidance for that? And so I got to talk with him a little bit and, and you know, hash out awesome. like, yeah, like <clears throat> here's the narrative you, you can take and here yeah. are the, the points to hit. Um Oh man, it's just it was a really cool feeling for me yep. to again, you know, see that out of out of what was once a freshman small group member, but also just the importance of it's it's knowing Jesus. Yeah. Knowing God is is an impossible task and Jesus made it doable. Like Jesus mm-hmm. is is the he's the road. He's the he's the reason for the season as well. So, yep. yeah, really really cool. Um that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here Christmas yeah. Eve morning, man. That's super awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, I made it six to seven hours last week before Mark Carey texted it was a, it was me. impressive, yeah. He texted me, though. I could, uh, you know, yeah. be like, you didn't, it wasn't a personable thing. No, I'm going to take him out to lunch. He's a good guy. Um, he listened. Yep. So that's really great. Um, it'll be good to see him. Uh, do we want to talk off air about what happens next week? Do you have a vision for that? Yeah, so if you're gone, um, we'll figure something out. Maybe, All applications can be sent to Ashton <laughs> yeah. B. And, uh, yeah, what I mean, whatever yeah. y'all want to do. I, I think it would be great to kind of recap some of the year. I mean, that's December thirty yeah. first. Um, okay, maybe look sure. back at some of the things that God has done at FEC, and okay. if Mark is able to be here to maybe give us some a little bit of vision for the next year. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's some huge stuff coming next year. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So big time. It's our fortieth anniversary as a church. Um, <laughs> We've got some exciting things with church plan and mm-hmm. and some some great stuff coming. So, yeah, I think we'll we'll meet next week and okay, cool. Yeah, I look forward to listening to it. Yeah, man. it'll be cool. Um, thank you guys so much for. I need to I need to pull up my. Uh, yeah, well, real quick, we have another. Yeah, um, b- before we head out, if you're still listening, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we we launched another channel. Um, so oh yeah, that's right. The our our vision for podcasting here at FBC, we, we've always wanted to do it. Uh, we finally got. The, the studio set up mm-hmm. we've got the vision we've got the uh the content so you know we have kind of a three-tiered approach um this this podcast and then our, our sermons podcast which is just the recordings from the weekend this is kind of like our gathering the gathering podcasts um about our weekend services unpacking sermons uh, we also have a channel about our mission uh and that's the global church podcast where scott and jim uh, unpack and, and this last episode that they did, um, I don't know if you were able to listen to it yet, but it was long. It was a little over an hour, but man, just them ta- well, listening into them talk about their trips and uh, getting some inside information about yeah. uh, the, the times that they have with the global church leaders. Uh, it's just, it was awesome. Well, because they both had a trip, right? right. One Malawi, one Thailand. Yeah. Uh, I was in the Star Wars line and Jim Poole, Jim Poole beat me there. Okay. I got there four hours early and Jim Poole and his family <laughs> beat me there. But anyway, I, yeah. So I was in line with them talking about it. He was like, yeah, we recorded a really long podcast today. Like, I hope that's okay. I hope Ashton's not upset. I was yeah. like, no way, dude. Like y'all got to do what you got to do. No, it was great. No one's going to expect you to debrief two countries right. in five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a little bit longer form, but really great to, to listen on those conversations 
conversations and, and they're going to continue to do that, uh, sharing stories. So that's our global church podcast. And then our third channel, uh, is the, the fellowship family podcast. And that's really church life, uh, anything related to church life. Um, so we're, we, we're kicking off that podcast with the, the focus, uh, this next focus where we're, we're talking about identity and sexuality, mm-hmm. uh, a biblical perspective on that. Um, so John Avery and John Morrison and I, um, uh, we, I think the first episode is going to be released on Friday of this week. Um, same audio and, and on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. And every week throughout this focus, they're going to be releasing new content on Friday mornings. Okay. Uh, so definitely subscribe to all three of these channels. Um, follow it. Um, turn yeah. on the notifications for it. Uh, just a great resource for you to, to listen to throughout your week. Well, and again, our, our YouTube channel barely existed a month and a half ago. Yeah. And so now it has every, it has everything we do. Yeah. So if, if you go to YouTube and find you know Fellowship Bible Church and subscribe, you'll be able to get... Um, each and everything and, and <clears throat> listen to that or even watch the video. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, Ashton will be here next week with you guys. I will be back uh, from Israel a couple weeks from now and we'll be able to debrief that a little bit. Yeah. Um, the fact of the matter, though, is that sermons are not meant to just take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love and God bless and may the force be with you always. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>